3: Yo, 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 yo,
4: yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angeline.
2: Good morning, D-Zambi.
4: Charlamagne Tha God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump Day. Yes, it's Wednesday Hump Day, middle of the week. Yes, indeed. What's happening? Oh, man. in New York City, I see somebody else was... uh
2: Yep, coronavirus has the coronavirus. A lawyer, he's yeah, at a lawyer. His own Firm right on Forty Second Street,
4: and he takes the train to work, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! They said he's doing? pretty
2: sick.
4: Yeah, they said he's in severe condition in the hospital right now.
2: Okay. And somebody, an Amazon worker in Seattle, also has been diagnosed with coronavirus. So
4: I didn't think about. It. You know what I thought about when I when I heard the, the gentleman who who has coronavirus who, who takes the train. We get in all these Ubers. And all these taxi cabs. We don't know when these, these cars have been cleaned.
2: Well, yeah, they're actually doing all this new stuff with the Uber and Lyft drivers to protect the drivers. Now drivers are saying they don't want people sitting in the front seat with them because they want to have limited interaction. And I believe they're trying to provide them with hand sanitizers and wipes and all of that to wipe the car down.
4: Yeah, but they're not going to wipe the car down after everybody gets no, in. No, not after
2: everybody, but... Yeah, what happened if somebody right before me has it? Look, you cannot leave the house. If That's that's what my brother's doing. He said he's not leaving the house.
5: That's foolish. That's, that's like when even people say things like, oh, we got to cancel all large sporting events or got to cancel South by Southwest because a bunch of people, there, as I said yesterday, if you live in a city like New York or Chicago or L.A., it's a large population of people everywhere. Everything is a, la- a
4: large event. Well, Mariah Carey uh, canceled her, uh, I should say postponed her concert. She was no. supposed to perform in uh, Hawaii. And she postponed that. Wow.
2: Yeah, my brother works from home, and so <laughs>
5: the coronavirus don't travel. Don't gotta, coronavirus don't have no uh no no passport. Huh? does to go to Hawaii? Oh, uh-uh. okay. Well, that's why I'm she postponed. about it in general. I mean, passport meaning this travel. This came from overseas. What are we talking about here?
2: Well, a lot of flights are getting canceled too, coming from different places.
5: Oh lord.
2: Yeah. So, but um, if you work from home, they said I think at Twitter they're trying to get people to work from home. A lot of companies are like work from home for now. So.
5: Yeah, yeah. can we work from home? I wish here, ain't nobody here told us to work from home. No, now. I'll call. i
2: call in. I
4: ain't go front. I thought about it. I was like, I might as well set something up at home. If we need to be safe, right? What's the difference?
5: I worry about the kids more than anything because I got young kids. You know what I'm saying? I got a one year old, and a four year old, an the eleven year old. They go to school. school I kept two of my Germany. home
4: yesterday just because I, I heard a rumor. So I heard that I kept two of them. home yesterday. But how long front. do you
5: do that though? You know what I'm saying? Because the more you keep them home, then they missing days. You right? So how long do you keep them home? Some schools
2: have closed.
5: Some schools have
4: closed.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, well. I don't don't know what to do in this situation.
4: Well, Super Tuesday was uh, yesterday. I'm sure it
5: was great, except for all you Negroes running out there uh, voting for Joe Biden, and Joe Biden don't even have a goddamn black agenda. But
4: whatever. We'll talk about it next in front page news. What else we got you? Yeah,
2: that's one of the two things we just talked about: Super Tuesday yesterday and coronavirus.
4: Okay, all right, and also Nene Leakes from Real Housewives of Atlanta. She'll be joining us this morning as well. She's very rich. Yes. I didn't think so, but yeah, I I, I guess it is. Okay, so we'll kick it with Nini when we come back, all right? I mean, and next hour, I should say. Front page news is next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start with ye?
2: Uh, well, let's start with coronavirus. Now there's over 92,000 worldwide cases, and in the United States, there are now 126 coronavirus cases. Uh, the most there were uh, 48 repatriated citizens from a cruise ship and. From three from Wuhan, China. 78 cases in 13 states that have been t- detected through the U.S. public health system, and nine people have died in the United States so far. They are saying now, like we said earlier, there's a lawyer from New York City with coronavirus who is in severe condition, Lawrence Garbaz. He runs a boutique law firm, and he runs that with his wife and also employs one of their four children as a paralegal. There's also uh, an employee, a Seattle based Amazon employee, who has been diagnosed with coronavirus. There was a mass email sent out to all staff members in Seattle and Bellevue, Washington. That employee who was affected became ill February 25th and has not been back to work since. Now, for the average person, if you feel like you might have been exposed to coronavirus, they're saying before you get tested, do not show up because it's an infectious disease. You have to call ahead. Do not show up unannounced and potentially expose other people. They do recommend you call a healthcare professional if you feel sick with a fever, cough, difficulty breathing, if you've been in close contact with a person who has coronavirus, mm-hmm. or if you live in or have recently traveled from an area with ongoing spread of the virus.
5: That's funny as hell. You make sure you call before you come so we can put on our hazmat suits, goddammit. Pretty much, All just right? in case. So we can put on our gloves and we can put on our Purell But you bring your infection. You can affect the, the whole
4: office or... <laughs> or hospital, damn right. Mad you at better it. call first.
2: Right. What so else we got you? Just giving you an update on that. Now let's talk about Super Tuesday yesterday. Based on those results, it looks like now Mike Bloomberg is reassessing his campaign. So he has spent over half a billion dollars of his own personal fortune Mm-mm-mm. on the race. But they said he barely raided at the polling booths in the early Super Tuesday states, only winning in the tiny U.S. territory of American Samoa.
5: Which I never even heard of until yesterday, by the way. Everybody's
2: been, I Googled it. What the like, hell
5: where is the is American place? Samoa? Where is that?
2: It's in like the South Pacific. I don't know. Well, that was a bad I never heard of it him. before either.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But just as a breakdown for you guys on who won where, uh, Biden won in Alabama, Arkansas, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia. And they said probably in Maine. Uh, they're still getting those results in. And for Bernie Sanders, he won in Colorado, Utah, Vermont, and California. So that's just your update. He did win in Cali. Yes, by a landslide. All right, now let's uh, listen to what Joe Biden had to say after this uh, amazing news for him.
6: They don't call Super Tuesday for nothing. It's still early, but things are looking awful, awful good. For those who have been knocked down, counted out, left behind, this is your campaign. Just a few days ago, the press and the pundits had declared the campaign dead. And then came South Carolina And they had
5: something to say about it It baffles me though I just don't understand why the two candidates on the ballot uh, Elizabeth Warren, Mike Bloomberg Who actually have a black agenda Didn't really fare well But Joe Biden who has zero black agenda Black folks ran out there and voted for him Crazy, especially in the South Like we got so much voting power and don't use it
2: Well Joe Biden does definitely credit The endorsements that he got for his win Here's what he said
6: we won Minnesota because of Amy Globuchar. And we're doing well in Texas because of Beto O'Rourke. And that's why, that's why I was so proud to have Mayor Pete's endorsement as well. We want a nominee who will beat Donald Trump. But also keep Nancy Pelosi the Speaker of the House. Win back the United States Senate. And we want a nominee who's a Democrat. A lifelong Democrat. An
5: Obama-Biden Democrat! I want a nominee who got a goddamn black agenda. I'm telling you, black people, y'all have so much voting power and don't use it. I just hope whoever becomes the nominee adopts some of these black agendas that's out there, whether it's Mayor Pete's Douglas Plan, Bloomberg's Greenwood Initiative, even Elizabeth Warren's black agenda, I, I, uh, our, uh Alicia Garza's Black Futures Lab black agenda. I just want somebody to have specific agendas for black folks, because we just always giving away our votes. Which well, seems like nothing.
2: But didn't Bloomberg, you say, said he's still doing that Greenwood initiative even if he doesn't win?
5: That is a fact, actually. So um,
2: it's a win for everyone still, right? No. If he still is doing that initiative. No,
5: because I want the nominee. Listen, do you know how many black people went out there and voted for Joe Biden yesterday? Yeah. For what?
4: Because they think, I'm sure, because they, they think he could be Trump.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and part of it is also people like him because of Obama. And that's
4: what? That's the truth. That's exactly. Because you got war stories with uh with, with, with America's Magic Negro? That's what people like.
5: They really? like the fact <laughs> that they <laughs> look
2: at him as part of Obama's that's administration. What, that's
4: what people look at. People don't Man. like, a lot of people don't like Bloomberg. A lot of people don't like a lot of the, the candidates. Y'all stop so that's vo- what they like. Y'all
5: gonna, stop, I- y'all gonna stop voting for people just because they make you feel good and start voting for people that can actually make you good, okay? And I'm, they also
2: I- feel like they that Joe biden can get things done because he's been in that position and he has experience that's what i've been hearing when i watch what the news has he done for us talking. so what
4: has any of these candidates done for I'm, us really i'm voting
5: for my interests not individuals i'm voting for policies not personalities and, you know, when, you have, when, you, when you've been unapologetic about things that you've implemented, like the 86 crack laws and the 94 crime bill and still defending those things to this day, I just can't just run out there and vote for you. I need to see what you're going to do to correct some of those wrongs moving forward in the future. Yeah, Simple. but it's
4: like, how long are we going to wait? How long are we going to keep having these conversations? Because, I mean, a lot of these other candidates haven't done anything as well anyway, and they all seem like car salesmen.
5: They are all car salesmen, but at least at least they acting like they're going to sell us something. Joe Biden ain't even acting like he's going to sell us nothing. He ain't even presenting nothing.
2: All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, get Just it vote off for your me chest. I can
5: beat Trump and vote for me because I stood next to A lot of people feel Obama. that way.
4: A lot of people feel like a lot of these candidates can't beat Trump and like they feel like maybe Biden is, is I the don't best know if chance to do Biden do not do
5: it either. But like I said before, the first person to uh, announce a black woman as their running mate probably going to win the nomination. All right, get it so off Biden your chest. Biden Senator Harris coming soon. 800
4: 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> this is your time to get it off
0: your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
4: Hello, who's this? Hello, hello, peace. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Yo, i, I just want to agree with uh Charlamagne.
5: Yo, peace to the God, too. Peace, King. But, um, like you said, you know what I mean? With all that, everybody got the power to vote, and they're going with, with Biden and, and things like that. Like that's not what's up. I mean, I'm I'm a victim of the of the stopping I'm not a big fan of Bloomberg, but at the same time, I'm seeing what's going on, and you know, we gotta get the, we gotta get dude up out of there, which I don't think is gonna happen. And been every president has been in eight years, so if Bloomberg is gonna have a chance, it's gonna be in 2024. because anybody's gonna take it, but personally, I feel that Bloomberg should be there because, like you said, the black agenda and things like that. You know, none of them other ones have that. There's no no real potential ones other than Bloomberg. And then also what he's talking about, the things that he want to do. He got the bread to do it. These are things that we always talk about as far as people. Oh, oh, this person is rich. Why they don't do that? Now we got somebody with mega bread that's wanting to do something, but ain't nobody trying to holler at him. Amen. I don't know what to tell
4: you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you seem like you see- would vote for Bloomberg. A lot of black just, people say they wouldn't. I mean, it's your, your vote is, is is what matters to you, brother.
5: I'm voting my interest, man. When I see people like anybody with a black agenda, though, whether it's Elizabeth Warren or, or, or Bloomberg, it is weird to me that people run out and vote for Biden and he does not have a black agenda in no way, shape, or form. There must be other things that people like. Hello, who's this? Yeah, like hey, Barack Obama. top of the
0: morning, top of the morning. This is Norm. Morning, man MV, Angela Yee.
5: Good morning. This morning. Peace,
0: up, King. Bro? Hey, Hey, listen. Um, I just I just wanna I just wanna shout out my beautiful woman, Erica. Um, I'm a first time father. She's a first time mother. My son's ten months. He just you know just just the beauty of fatherhood, man. It, it, it amazes me every day, you know. And I can't for the life of me understand how how somebody can just walk out of that you know out of a life like that. My son, I captured my son's first few steps yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the joy it brings me every morning waking up, knowing that I go out to take care of him and my woman. It, it's amazing. And um, real quick, I just wanted to touch on a subject that I talked about a while ago. The marriage thing, if you're in a long-term relationship, does the marriage matter? It does matter. That's like having, like, your Dallas Cowboys having all these good seasons, your New York uh, Giants having all these good seasons, down seasons, up seasons, but y'all never win that ring. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That ring is like a staple. Oh, you're saying marriage matters. matters. I got what you're saying. Because you win a
2: ring. Uh, Absolutely. (sighs) All right, (laughs) brother. Because you win a ring.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good way to look
5: look at it. Every morning. Yeah, y'all do y'all thing, man. Y'all make me laugh every morning, man. Thank you, brother. Ain't no doubt. Y'all have a good one. You too.
4: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
3: Wake
4: up, wake up Wake your ass This is your time to get it off
3: your chest
0: Whether you're mad or blessed We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club
4: Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Reese. Hey. I'm from North Carolina Hey, get it off your chest
1: Hi, good morning everybody Good morning DJ and DJ. Ashley. Good morning How are
5: y'all? Peace, good. how are you?
1: I am getting off my chest today after two years, over oh two years. I finally get my braces taken off today. Nice. So, very, very, very excited. Um, you a little bit nervous.
5: Cause you can't, can't wait to chew that. gum, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, they say it hurts a little bit when you get your braces taken off, but um, hopefully it's not painful.
4: so it won't, it won't um, be that bad. I okay, had two kids great. that got them off, and they they they, they were all right.
1: And then they said it's the um, importance of wearing your retainer after
4: six months.
2: Right. You don't want all that work not to yep. count.
4: You got to wear your retainer. It's a little sensitive, but the kids, the kids were able. They handled it fine. They had no big problems.
2: Okay. Well, great. Well, that's that's my that's my word of the day and everything. So I hope you guys have a good morning and stay blessed. I love you guys. Tag bye. us in your first selfie, smiling hard. Yes, I will.
4: <laughs> all right. Thank you, Mama. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> Hello. Who's this? <laughs> this Terry. Hey,
0: what's up? What's up? I wanna say you and Charlemagne right about the politicians putting forth bills that wasn't helpful to black people, but you know Bloomberg benefited more than anybody off what he put forward. Y'all know that stopping fresh, right? It was about filling keeping the jails full.
5: Brother, nobody, no, brother, nobody kept more jails full than the 94 crime bill. The 94 crime bill is what led to mass incarceration in the United States of America. Joe Biden wrote it, king.
0: Okay, did he, did he benefit off more than Bloomberg? The reason I say this is just oh. Rackers Island up in New York bad self. That's, a, that's 15,000 inmates, right? Just at Rikers Island. Mm-hmm. At, my, at $132 a day, the state paid a house inmate, that's $1,900,000 a day. That's an investment. If you do that for a whole year, that's seven hundred thirty-two, $722,000,000 a year. Just off inmates at Rikers Island, just the 15,000 inmates. Is that crazy?
5: So what are you saying? Are you saying that Mayor Bloomberg was invested in private prisons?
0: Yes, he was. Oh. Yes, he was. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know that.
5: I don't know if that's a fact. So I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, you go check it out. Also, look at the fact that these private prisons got contracts with cell phone companies. Also, they sell canteen at three hundred percent higher. Then you right down the street, y'all see brothers out there doing, you know, landscaping for the city, right? Yes, sir. That's another they made out of contract these institutions making, and the brothers probably making fifteen cent an hour.
5: I do know Bloomberg was using uh, He was using prisoners to make um, phone calls for... His uh, election. His, pre- his presidential election campaign.
0: I'm telling you, check into that, man. This is crazy. That's one of the biggest industries in the world. And that's only for 15,000 inmates. It's 2.8 million inmates in jail. So that's $132 a day. That's three hundred and sixty-nine billion dollars a year just on private prisons. Listen, you're not That's listen. Not. You
5: you're not wrong. Right. And the ninety-four crime bill filled a lot of those goddamn prisons. Yeah, okay. both of them, all of them, did. None of them, none of them was really good for black people. But I believe Bloomberg is the one that
4: benefited the most. Okay. Well, thank you, brother. Hello. Who's this? It's Q. Q. What up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, I wanted to shout out my wife. She'd be coming home soon from deployment. It's been okay. a long time. I had the kids all by myself. Shout out
5: to single parents, man. I don't know how you do it. I only had to do it for five months.
2: Damn. <laughs> That's a good lesson for <laughs> That's you. That's a good right? lesson, huh? Yeah. You owe her a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah.
5: yeah I, I bet you appreciate shout your que- you appreciate your queen more now, right? Oh man, more than ever. Her name, Lindia Granger. Lynn, shout out to her. And also, I just got a question for people who are Democrats. Like, how are you feel a Democrat right now? Independent. Is the way we need to go because Democrats or Republicans ain't doing nothing for That I agree with. I think Black people need to form their own pop. and I think that we need to be voting in blocks. You know what I'm saying? And if you and if you don't have your interests or our agenda on the table, then we can go either way. Exactly. Vote. I just don't. I just don't get it. Look what they're doing to Bernie Sanders. The whole Democratic Party is against him. It's
2: crazy. So who do you want to be president?
5: At this point, I, I, I would have voted. For Bernie, because I'm an independent right now, and there's no independent candidates running, so I would have, I would have went for Bernie. But I'm Biden. Nah, it's history for us. It's, it's horrible. I don't even see why they went out to vote for him. But I, I don't know, man. You can still vote for Bernie, though. It's not, it's not <coughs> over. Yeah, but. Don't listen to the media. Anything, Biden,
2: anything can happen. People didn't think Biden would come back like this. Yeah, Biden has
5: 339 delegates right now. <laughs> Bernie has 231. Neither one of them will probably have the delegates needed to get the nomination by the convention. It's sure to be a contested convention. So you can still vote for Bernie. What city you live in? What state you live in? I live in Elizabeth City. Have y'all voted yet? I don't even know what the hell that's at. What's Elizabeth Florida? City? Is that Florida? Florida? North
4: Carolina. North Carolina. Oh yeah, North y'all Carolina. voted it's like, yesterday.
5: Yeah. Okay. hour away from Norfolk. Yeah. yeah. So y'all voted yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, it is too Uh, late for you, sir.
4: (laughs) Your vote has been casted. Sorry, (laughs) brother. Well, have a good one. All right. Damn it. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way,
2: Yes, it's Spike Lee versus the New York Knicks. Those are his New York Knicks. Well, we'll tell you both sides of the story, what his claims are. No more games for him this season, he says. And we'll tell you how the Knicks responded.
4: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's see. Uh Let's talk Spike Lee. Listen up. It's
5: just in. All the gossip. 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 The rumor report. With Angela Yee.
2: It's the rumor report. The
0: Breakfast Club.
2: Well, Spike Lee is now boycotting the New York Knicks. He says he gave away his season tickets for the rest of the season, but he'll be back next year. This is all over uh, back and forth about using a special entrance. Now, the incident all started Monday night. It was before the next game that Spike Lee was surrounded by security. There's a video that went viral of that. Apparently they don't want him using the entrance that he says he's been using for the last 28 years to attend games. Spike Lee then went on to first take and said this.
3: I've been using the same entrance for 28 plus years. The employee's entrance on 33rd Street. Last night, I go in, my ticket gets scanned. And the security guy comes to me and says, we need to get off the elevator. I said, for what? So we, were, we could speak about it now. I said, I'm not getting out of the elevator. So it was another five minutes, then they finally sent the elevator up because they know I'm not getting out the elevator. And security's waiting for me like I just ran out of Macy's stealing something. This comes to the top. They wanted me to leave the garden, walk outside, and come back on 31st Street. You can't scan a ticket twice. Also, I know that once you leave a sporting arena event, you can't come back in.
5: That's disrespectful. The New York Knicks should be ashamed of themselves. Spike Lee has been the most popular figure at MSG for yeah. the past 20 years. Loyal. And if, if 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 he if he can make it, he's an unofficial ambassador now. He's like a mascot. Let him he come is. to
4: the employee entrance. Yeah, that's foul. If they did, come well, on. they did do that. But that is foul. They should, they can't do that to Spike. Well, that's Spike.
2: They have released a statement. The New York Knicks. And they said, and I don't know if this represents the actual Knicks, you know what I'm saying? Like the individual players. But this statement came from the New York Knicks. Mm -hmm. The idea that Spike Lee is a victim because we have repeatedly asked him to not use our employee entrance and instead use a dedicated VIP entrance, which is used by every other celebrity who enters the garden is laughable. It's disappointing that Spike would create this false controversy to perpetuate drama. He is welcome to come to the garden anytime via the VIP or general entrance, just not through our employees. Entrance, which is what he and Jim agreed to last night when they shook hands. He then uh, Spike Lee had said that they did not shake hands, but then he also had to uh, send a text message to the New York Times reporter saying, "I stand corrected because there was a picture of them shaking hands. Do not remember shaking Dolan's hand. My head was spinning. However, this picture looks like a setup." Notice the angle. You can see the 32nd clock, which sits atop the backyard. It was taken from the uh, roof of the garden by a garden photographer. The picture was planned. It was put in motion that Dolan came to sit and speak with me at the half.
5: And don't get me wrong. Rules are rules, right? So if they got a VIP entrance that Spike is supposed to come through or other VIPs are supposed to come through, cool. But if Spike Lee does come through the employee entrance, who cares?
2: Spike Lee.
5: I I said the same. It's not like Spike got a huge entourage. He's
4: always by himself.
5: He's been
2: going through that entrance for 28 years. Come on, man. And then all of a sudden, one day, they don't want you to. It's confusing. What did he
5: say? I think he said yesterday he spent like $10 million million on mixed tickets. Come Mm -hmm. on, man. That's Spike Lee, bro. When Spike Lee dies, Spike Lee's chair is going to be empty in the garden, and he's going to be honored for being there all those years. You think the Lakers would do that to Jack Nicholas? Hell no. Come on, man.
2: Jack Nichols, Jack Nichols. Jack Nichols. I, we, we know what you mean. Who's Jack
5: Nichols? Jack Nichols is a white man too, though.
2: He's a golf. golfer. Yeah, he there you golf. go.
5: I get all my white people confused. They all look we alike what to you me. Man. We know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. We know what you mean.
2: All right, (laughs) online sports platform DAZN they said is doing an aggressive expansion, and they want to be the world's first global live sports streaming service. It's already available in nine countries, but they're going to launch in the spring in more than two hundred territories, and it will concentrate solely on boxing. It was doing other sports as well, but now they're going to concentrate solely on boxing. So they have all kinds of agreements with different uh, boxing companies and promotion companies, and that's The plan now. I didn't
5: know the zone had other sports on there. I downloaded the zone because it was the boxing app. Mm -hmm. I I love the zone. I love the zone because I love boxing, though. Mm -hmm. They're
2: saying the subscription price will be between $5 and $15 per month, depending on what what market. And the first fight available across the zone's markets on May 2nd will feature Alvarez, just so you know. Okay. All right. Now, other things to talk about is Shaq. He lost a bet to Dwayne Wade, and did you guys see this picture? Hurt
5: my heart. I did see that. Of Hurt my hairline. heart. Every man's worst nightmare. I got the same hairline.
2: Alright. That right. hairline.
5: I got the same hairline. Oh. My hairline looks if I let my hair grow out and I go get a lineup. My hair looked just like that. Look, really? that, that. That's like when Robocop takes his mask off. That's what, exactly what my hair looked like. that fall back? At. Yes, sir.
2: Well, here's Shaq. That's why
4: you're so jealous.
0: Let's just get it out of the way, America. I had a bet against one of my good friends, D Wade, Milwaukee versus the Heat. I said Milwaukee was going to win by 20 and the Heat won. And I said, Well, what do you want me to do? Pay you? He said, No. Nah. You got to let your hairline grow out. We want to see your hairline looking like Kenny Smith. That's fine. Oh so, I just, so I just lined it up for y'all so y'all can see where my hairline well, you starts. You
5: look good. <laughs> you look
0: good. And because... I look good.
5: My worst, fear is get, that looks my worst fear is getting arrested and not having a haircut, and you got to take that goddamn mugshot picture. Mm-mm-mm. And everybody see how far that hairline go back, goddammit.
2: All right, now let's get into other hair drama. Stevie J versus Trick Daddy. How did this go down? Well, Stevie J went on social media and said, Good morning, ladies. Retire those lace friends from Love & Hip Hop Miami. Except PM, as in Prima Donna. Fire hair and makeup immediately. Have our beautiful sisters looking nuts out here. Well, there were some issues with that, and uh, a lot of people clapped back at him for having his opinion and weighing in. And Trick Daddy is one person who clapped back as well.
5: I'm a Get on a post
0: on social media, a comment about somebody from Miami, I'm a checker. And then you get on social media and you comment about girls from Miami on Love of Hip Hop Miami? Now it's get personal. That means you a girl dog. The next girl
5: dog say something, I'm gonna slap the <laughs> you like you a bitch, baby boy. Damn, Goodness I'm gonna tell Jesus. you something. Girl, dog sound harsher than bitch. Lord have mercy. But then mercy. he said
2: bitch at the end anyway. Then, then he said girl, dog. Anyway. God
5: damn. <laughs> you a girl, dog. <laughs> Lord have mercy.
2: You think that sounds harsher? Hell yeah, that sounds
5: harsher than bitch. It sounds crazy. Because bitch has been turned into a term of endearment in some circles, right? (laughs) Yeah, but never
4: girl dog. 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 You're never going to say, that's my girl dog. You're not going to say that.
5: By the way, if you say the specific, if you say exactly what those words mean, they do sound worse. Like, you a girl dog. Or you be like, you an ignorant black. Whoa. What? (laughs) Okay. I'm
2: telling you. I'm Angela (laughs) Yee, and that's your rumor report.
5: Ignorant black don't sound worse than nigga. Ignorant black. It does. Whoa. It does.
4: Whoa. It, does. Say it, Steve? Yeah, I dare
5: you.
2: All right, that's your
4: rumor report. <laughs> Steve, thinking about it. He look look at, he's thinking about it. The clock is ticking. All right, when we come back, front page. Oh, go ahead, You want to talk? Front page newsie. What are we talking about?
2: Uh, yes, we'll give you an update on what's happening in Tennessee. We told you yesterday about the tornado and people that were killed. Well, now that number has risen, and we'll give you an update on the homes also that were destroyed.
4: Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. Just the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news.
2: Where we at, Yee? Well, let's talk about Apple. They're going to be paying up to half a billion dollars to settle a class action lawsuit because they were slowing down older iPhone models so users would buy the new ones. Duh. We all would know that was happening, but now they have this settlement. So that they sucks. are going to pay the owners of certain iPhone models per affected device. That sucks. I didn't know
4: you could sue for that. If I did, I'd have been on that years ago. It's
2: a class action lawsuit.
4: Yeah, so the lawyers get the money and everybody else gets $25 a pop. (laughs) <laughs> but twenty-five dollars, yeah, twenty-five dollars.
5: So that's how much the people in Flint, Michigan, Flint, Flint Michigan, gonna get for no. their class action lawsuit. I don't know. I don't about think that. it's
2: gonna affect um, as many. This is like millions of people, five hundred million dollars altogether. Oh.
4: But the attorneys, they
2: they and probably it's get per a third. IPhone, so twenty-five dollars per phone per device. Well, we
5: all knew that. though. As soon as they ask you to update your phone when a new phone comes out, you know your phone about to be acting up. My
2: phone is a mess right now. I don't know what's going on with it, but I'm waiting for the twelve to come out before I upgrade. And then I also have my Samsung. All right. Mortgage rates are are at record lows already. And now they're saying that they could go even lower. So if you do have a mortgage, now would be a good time for you to refinance. So you should look into that.
4: Well, if you're looking at a home, they're in the low threes right now. That Mm -hmm. is amazing.
2: So it's a good time if you're looking to buy a home, if you need to get financing. Home prices have risen, though. But uh, financing is so much better. So there's still an opportunity. They said rates might go even lower. That All right. is great. And 24 people are now confirmed dead after a tornado ripped through Tennessee. A lot of homes were destroyed as well. So uh, really tragic. Again, our condolences. Our hearts go out to those families and to those people who were affected, people who've lost their homes. And it looks like it was extremely scary what happened in Tennessee. Now mm-hmm. let's uh, talk about Super Tuesday and what happened on Super Tuesday. It looks like Joe Biden is dominating across the South. Uh, he did get a, a win in Texas and surprising wins in Minnesota and Massachusetts. It's looking like it's going to be Biden and Sanders now, right? Elizabeth Warren's still in it, but she should reassess that as well. Her campaign is saying uh, it's not over yet, so we'll see if they actually reassess that. Bloomberg no, it's over, Liz. is reassessing. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren... Uh, her campaign is saying, we don't know the full results from states like Texas, California and Colorado for a few days. Delegates have to be counted and allocated by congressional district or state senate district and that process takes time.
5: It's just weird to me that the two candidates on the ballot Elizabeth Warren and uh, Mike Bloomberg who actually have black agendas, didn't do well but Joe Biden who has zero black agenda black folks ran out there and voted for him. Like Joe Biden does not deserve black people. Like Y'all just out here giving him votes he has not worked for. Joe Biden be coming to y'all cookout with nothing but leaves with all the to-go plates, and I don't understand
2: it. What really helped Joe Biden was a lot of the endorsements that he ended up getting, and I think people who were undecided, that might have swayed a lot of people at the last minute, and here's what Joe Biden had to say about those endorsements.
6: We won Minnesota because of Amy Globuchar. And we're doing well in Texas because of Beto O'Rourke. That's why, that's why I was so proud to have Mayor Pete's endorsement as well. We want a nominee who will beat Donald Trump. But also keep Nancy Pelosi the Speaker of the House. Win back the United States Senate. And he won a nominee who's a Democrat, a lifelong Democrat, an Obama Biden Democrat.
5: Man, Joe Biden should have been up there shouting out black people. That's what helped Joe Biden. Okay, black people. Barack Obama, 60% of black voters in the South, Simone Sanders tackling people on stage. Like, I just, I really don't think black people will understand how much voting power. Uh, we have and don't properly use it.
2: Yeah, Joe Biden did win in five states that he didn't even campaign in, so.
5: Including Elizabeth Warren's home state of Massachusetts.
2: All right, well, Jesus I'm Christ. Angela Yee, and that is your front page news.
5: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. She should have leaned into the Native American thing or something, had the Native Americans come out to vote for her. Mm-mm.
4: She was third in her home state. Lord have mercy. All right, now when we come back, Nene Leaks from Real Housewives Real Housewives of Atlanta will be joining us. So we'll kick it with Nene when we come back. So don't move, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yeah, The OG
5: from Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs>
7: NeNe Leakes. Yes. Good morning, I'm, NeNe. I'm a
5: virgin
2: here. This is my first time. Which is, is shocking. True. We've yeah. been on for 10 years now and I can't yeah. believe NeNe hasn't been up This is here, my right. first time. You've been busy? I have been busy. So is this yeah. your last year?
4: Because yeah. Wendy said this is your last year. That <laughs> you're not doing it no anymore. Couldn't. Y'all speak all the time. And this is your last year.
7: No. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know why Wendy said that. How
4: mm-hmm.
5: did you feel when you heard her say that?
7: Um... I kind of know her a little bit. I know her a little bit. So Mm -hmm. I know when she's getting ready to say something dark, I can see how she kind of like drops down and get dark. And I was like, okay, let me call her. So I called her up and she was like, oh my God, like, you know, what do I need to do to fix it? What do I need to do to fix it? And I said, "Um, I'm fine. And she said, so we're cool? And I said, yes, we're cool. And then she immediately went to, okay well let's just move on Mm -hmm. Um, but I was really like shocked because I sent her a text honestly I did and I did send the text and I said I'm going to quit but I didn't say I was going to quit housewives or quit drinking or quit wearing wigs. I mean, I just said I'm going to quit. Right. And she just went out there and said, Nene's going to quit housewives. And she didn't
5: reply back to you when you said that? No. You, that, could, that could be a suicidal text, yeah. too.
2: She didn't, she didn't, she didn't say <laughs> anything friend. back to <laughs> She was like, I'm not wow. saying say anything so I could use this on the show. <laughs> right. But you know what? At the same time, too, you mm. might say that and just be venting, obviously, yes. because that's your friend. So yeah. you, and you've said previously, you know, that mm. when you tell her things, it shouldn't yeah. get out. Yeah. I mean... But it's Wendy. Right. So I do yeah. say to her
7: all the time when we're having private conversations, I said, this shouldn't go anywhere, Wendy, okay? This shouldn't go anywhere. And she's like, okay, it's not going to go anywhere. But mm-hmm. when she went out there that day, I don't know what was wrong with Wendy. Anything <laughs> that you,
5: you have to know that if you're friends with Wendy or you work with Wendy, everything yeah. is content. Oh, yeah. Charlamagne. It is. I, oh. No, I'm not like that.
4: I mean, we'll say I'm something not. in a minute, boy. You,
7: that you tell him personally? No.
4: Not personally, personally but if you say something behind the scenes, he'll be like, you know what Envy just said? <laughs> yes. But it's See? not like he said to me, don't say that. Yeah.
5: You know what I'm saying? It's a okay. conversation. Well, what you begin but
7: to she, say say that. Said say she didn't that. say, don't say that. Yeah, on the I, didn't. Text. I didn't say, don't say that. Yeah, but that. it was
5: through a text. Yeah. About quitting.
7: So, that could but be a I didn't job. say, yeah.
5: So yeah. you think
2: she should or should not have? She shouldn't
5: have said nothing. She shouldn't have she said She should have hit that. you back and be like, quit what? Are you right. okay?
2: Or yeah. is it okay right. for me to say this on the show? Right.
5: <laughs> See, I right. wouldn't even like right. that. Because to me, it's like, right. okay, so that's how our relationship is. You thinking yeah. about your show as opposed to me? Yes. Hit me back and say, Well, we discussed what?
7: those things. Right. We just did the other day. I was just like, you shouldn't do that. Every time we're talking to her, me and Marlo was having dinner with her and Bird Off. Every time we talked to her, we said, this is not for your
2: show. Now, speaking of Bergdorf, hold on. It's very hard. Yeah. Speaking of Bergdorf. She needs to sign an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> she yes. said on her show that you guys were racially profiled in Bergdorf. See, I, that, um,
7: I don't know what to say about that because... Um, you No, I was there, but I didn't see it like oh. uh, she saw it. I didn't see it like how Marlo saw it. I did see security, but I just thought... The security was just there. I don't know. I didn't really feel
2: like you were being followed. Y'all didn't look targeted. suspicious
5: though. I saw y'all in the car. Y'all had the shades on, the wigs. Y'all both tall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we look up, we like we're going rock. Shut we're up, man. Like, going to run, up,
2: Little,
7: little suspicious. Oh, like, like, hey, you following You know what? The we walked right in. We walked right in, and Wendy <laughs> immediately pulled out her card and bought something on instant. Hey. Walking, and she saw something instantly that she liked, right. and she was like, "I want it. I don't care how much it costs. Give it to me." And the girl was wrapping it up. Okay. But um, I, I feel like her and Marlo were kind of like playing a little bit in the store, like playing around laughing. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And I think, I don't know. I, I, I didn't get it. Marlo mentioned it to me. She said, do you know the security has been following us since we got here? I said, really? Maybe they wanted the
8: picture.
7: I didn't him any attention. <laughs> and Marlo said to me, I think they're fascinated. Right. So I just thought,
5: okay. What are yeah. some misconceptions about Nene Lee? Because over the years, um, they make it seem like you're just a lot to deal with. You're difficult. You're always yeah. causing problems. What, what? Um,
7: that's not me. Don't you feel my energy? I don't know. I'm you not yet. that girl. <laughs> I don't know. You <laughs> <yet>. I just- <laughs> but you can feel energy, can't you? Yeah. You know, when you first meet somebody, like, yeah. you feel energy from them. Like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we're on a reality show, you know, where everybody's being combative. People are saying whatever they need to say. I'm an OG. I've been there since day one. And that's a threat to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been, no, I, I'm really cool. I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that maybe it's difficult. I mean, I don't know. I've not had that. I've worked on many sets, mm-hmm. and I've had nothing but love.
5: Do you really dislike a lot of those women on the show? Like, the I- of the world. No, I,
7: I don't like her. I'm just going to be honest. Life. In real life.
5: Okay. Why don't
4: you like her?
7: Um, I don't think she's a good person. And I think that she does things for the show, which is okay. But I think that you don't have to do all of that. You don't have to hit below the belt, be mm-hmm. super nasty. Um, a right, lot when, of girls are will just... do a lot of things for the show that I'm not willing to do. What so. do you consider
4: below the belt with, with, with something that she's done?
7: Actually, she went around insinuating recently that I spit on her. Now, I didn't spit on her now, I will spit on her, okay, <laughs> but i didn't i i I did the motion like I should spit on you. I think that's the she, ultimate
5: sign of disrespect that spit yeah,
7: on but, somebody. Uh, but that's it is and 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 that's how I feel about her. You said
2: that you feel like the (laughs) problems that she's having in her marriage is karma for her. Yeah.
7: First of all, I need to know, is she really married? That's going to be one. Mm -hmm. And um, it doesn't matter if they're married or been in a long-term relationship, whatever it is. I think I've been married for 23 years, and I think that uh, as a married woman or a woman that's in a committed relationship, it's not cool. For you to bring another woman and put her in the front of, you know, the other woman and said, this is your man's side piece. Like, how are you going to do that? Right. Like, what if we did that to you? That was mean-spirited. You? That was very, and she is mean-spirited. Who do you
5: slap in that scenario?
2: You slap Katie every time you see her. <laughs> but, Nina, you've done some things, like you said, that she looks like she was giving birth to a walrus when yes, she was so pregnant. Yes, I said she, I said, what is she
7: going to have, uh, what is she giving birth to, a buffalo? A buffalo.
2: Yes. Well, that's yes. not nice. That's no, definitely Nina, that nice. was a nice. child. And, and, that's, that's not below belt. That's not
7: Listen, I have admitted it, Mm -hmm. okay? I'm always the person that's going to tell you like it is. I said I said it. I'm admitting that I said it. And I said to her and I've said to my castmates, the one thing we don't do is talk about each other's children. Mm -hmm. Now, we've made that pack a long time ago. We don't talk about each other's kids. However, sometimes when you are fighting with someone, you say things and you just be shooting. You know what I'm saying? So I shot her and I happened to shoot her in the wrong place. I'm never here to talk about her child. Mm-hmm. I think she has a beautiful daughter, but she was the size of a buffalo is what I was supposed to say. That's what you meant to say. Yeah. She, she was
5: big. She, was, she yeah. built like She's a war at the time.
7: the size of a buffalo. Got but she you. was pregnant. Reverend, but she was just... the size of a buffalo. Her mouth is crazy. <laughs> when you mess with somebody like that, pregnant, unpregnant, her mouth is always stupid. So you just come in and be like guns is blazing. Bam. Wherever well, you get hit at, you just got
4: hit. So that's how I deal with her. All right, we got more with Nene from. From Real Housewives of Atlanta, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with NeNe Leakes from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Charlamagne?
5: Well, let's go down the list, right? Because I saw you say that you, 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 when you do the reunion, everybody can get it. So you talked talking yeah. about Kenya. You want, you yeah. want to spit on her. Mm-hmm. What about Cynthia Bailey?
7: Listen, I don't like the reunion. It's not a fun place. Mm-hmm. We get there at 6 o'clock in the morning. You're there till almost at midnight. It's very stressful. It's like walking into the lion's den. Everybody's got something to say. And all of the producers and executives are there, so the girls are trying to prove themselves. You know, they're trying to step up. I want my peach next year. They're trying to make sure they got a position. Mm-hmm. And so people are nasty. I prefer. It's, it's very nerve-wracking to me. I hate it. But you just have to perform.
6: So you perform
5: So it is yourself. a performance. You, yeah, you You're saying yourself. it's a performance.
7: It is. So I don't care to perform. I didn't perform last year. I just pretty much sat there and everybody knows that. Do you
5: really dislike Cynthia?
7: Um, I don't dislike Cynthia. Okay. Cynthia and I were like sisters for a very long time. And I love Cynthia like she was my sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a couple of issues, so we would never be close like that again.
4: What about Eva? What's your relationship with Eva?
7: Uh, what is my relationship with Eva? I wanna know too.
4: Mm-hmm. She's on the list.
7: What
5: list? The list of people you say you got smoke with.
7: Well, yeah, because she's, listen, this host, she came on this show saying that she's known me for 10 years, we've always been cool, and I felt like she kind of used me to get on the show, and I felt like she came back this season acting as if I had really done something to her. The person that put her info out there was Marlo. She came back with more beef with me, and I ain't even did nothing. I said in my interview to this, to this day and haven't said anything about her until last week, okay. because she's been in her interview you saying all these negative things about me. So, that's my before. I want to know what's your problem with me, girl. I didn't do anything to you. The person that you really should be pissed with is Marlo. I never even talked about it, her. Could
5: you have those questions off the air, or is it better on camera? Like you know. Well, like
7: she did her stuff on air, so I'm gonna put mine on air. Got you. Because I want to know why. One, two. I do know this because I've been here the longest. I feel like a lot of these girls feel it's good to argue with Nene. Right. That's it's how you It's newsworthy, stay on. but I don't like that. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not being real. Why won't they give Marlo a peach yet? I don't know. I. Also also, and I get asked this question a lot. Marlo's a friend of mine. I feel like Marlo's been doing this for a really long time and I think she's good at the position that she's in.
5: What about Candy Burris? What about her? You you said... You got issues with her too?
7: No, I didn't. Never say I had issues okay. with her. How I've you never said- this information. She's saying she anybody an can get it. Yes, yeah. anyone, anyone can get they it. They all have said in their interviews and yes. talked about me. Yes. So I feel like they. I, I have questions for them. Mm-hmm. Candy was at my jungle event and she said all of the girls that were there, they look like people that she's never seen before. and They were like fake friends or like I went and found these girls. And when she was at the event, she was very kind to everybody mm-hmm. there. And then she went in her interview, she was just very
2: mean.
5: So you want her to keep that same energy when she sees That's it. right.
2: Is it shock you when you saw the episode? Because you don't know what somebody no. says about you until no. the episode airs. Right. So when that happens, do you hit her up like, damn, that was whack? Or? No, I don't hit any of them up.
5: You just wait till you see him.
2: Yes.
5: What you going to say when you see Portia? Uh,
7: me and Portia live by each other. I see her all the time. Oh, so we live in the same neighborhood, around the corner from each other. Right. So if you got I'm an issue with her, that. you
5: can just pull up to the crib. You ain't got to
7: wait could. to the camera. I can somewhere. just <laughs> ring her doorbell and be like, hold on, shawty. How's Greg doing? Greg is doing amazing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, he looks good. He's cancer-free. Thank, uh, so he's doing thank God. He's yeah. very peaceful. He's, he's like, very peaceful. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's what him. do you think about, uh, they say that Kenya's husband, like his ex, whatever, mm-hmm. is kisses your ass. Really? Yeah. That's like, amazing. Yeah. Everybody
7: always kisses my ass. I don't even understand it. Maybe it's kissable yeah maybe every time I turn around they're like you're kissing Nini's ass mm-hmm. I'm like for what I don't need anybody to kiss my ass I'm not that person I'm not handicapped I do everything for myself I'm very independent <laughs> what does being
5: handicapped have to do with- I
7: mean but when people kissing your ass you know you just I don't need anything from yeah. anyone they don't need to kiss my ass I'm, I do everything for myself now I'm not trying and-
5: to start but I remember that you were supposed to have a talk show yeah and it was with Deb Bar Mercury who also produces Wendy's show
7: you're so crazy and
5: Wendy and Kev blocked that did they block it yes and you Tell
1: the true Winnie? shame, the devil, Nene. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but
1: huh? They blocked your show. I don't, I don't.
5: Do you
7: think they blocked your show? I did think so. Did That's you ever ask thing. Wendy that about
3: it? Happened.
2: Uh, no, I don't think we talked about it.
4: Do you think it was her husband? Do you think it was Kev? What do you think? I it think was her... it was her husband.
2: hmm Yeah. And you've known Wendy for 13 years. Mm-hmm. So, what were your thoughts on her husband? Um, he wasn't ever, He was never nice to me. Really? No. I don't think he
7: ever wanted me to really be around. So that was fine.
5: He yelled at you at a comedy show, right?
7: He yelled at my assistant. Okay. Then they got into an argument. Mm -hmm. Um,
5: The f***, yo? The f (laughs) going on out there, yo? (laughs) Get Nini off the stage, yo!
7: and i thought he was triggered stupid. i was like dude you, you're a straight tripping. i'm going to stay on the stage <laughs> and i'm going to finish whatever it is that i'm doing and we will see you after that mm-hmm. i was never like you know i was like something's wrong with him like he's crazy right that's i i didn't think he was good for her but you know people are in relationships because they want i don't know what's happening in their personal
5: lives now, right? i'm not trying to start <laughs> and, Wendy cost you some money man <laughs> that's a talk. It's a whole daytime talk show.
7: Well, you know, things I think you need to
5: have a discussion about that next you time you're so? on our show. Hell yeah. Well, because cause this going to be a clip. I'm gonna... I. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I think that uh, you know timing is everything, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe it wasn't my time. I don't know.
5: And she can, she can, she yeah. can make that good again. She can make that good now. again. Yeah.
7: Um, yeah. You know, sometimes uh, people are intimidated. You know, they think maybe you're going to come up and do a little bit more than they do. I'm not sure. But I know that it was scrapped. That's true.
5: Yeah. And you've never had a conversation with it. And that wasn't even in your Um, mind when y'all started to become friends? Like, you know, you caused me some claims.
7: No. I just... No.
5: Wendy, you should make that right.
7: I just never, you know,
2: tried to have a conversation with her. And it could have been the influence of her husband and not necessarily... Who knows? I don't know. But it does feel like something that should be addressed just because you guys are together a lot now.
7: I don't ever talk to her about it, but you know, I ain't opposed to talking to Wendy about nothing. Right. Honestly. Nice. I just
2: felt like it was old news. I
7: don't really care about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I've moved on. She's moved on. She's not with Kev anymore. Right. Um, I thought he was toxic for her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he was the person to go and get it stopped. Like, it's either her or Wendy, her or Wendy. And they already had money. And Wendy, her show was already on. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, they made the right choice. In my eyes, I would have done the same thing. If I know that this show was already successful, I would just stick with the show that's already successful.
5: Did it hurt your feelings when Devo um, backed away? Because you, you shot know, a pilot, didn't you?
7: <laughs> you know a lot. I, yes, I do. You know what? I... Um, no, no, it didn't hurt my feeling. I was really like, it really, that at that time in my life, I think it really taught me how the industry is. Right. It's a dirty world. Until it happened. You know, and yeah, you know. and I was like, oh, it really is a dirty world out here, huh?
5: Right. Okay. So how can you forgive Wendy but not Cynthia? You said Cynthia did something um, that cannot be for you. I wasn't
7: close to Wendy like that. Cynthia and I are like sisters. I get it. And so we're very close. She knows a lot about my life, and I know a lot about hers. And when you have someone that close to you that betrays you, right. it's like, no. It hurts I hurts differently. It hurts differently, and it's just like, bye, I'm going to see you later. You'll be at her wedding? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm sure she's going to invite
4: everyone.
2: So you'll be there or you're As, if be. my schedule is clear on that date.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got more with Nene Leakes from Real Housewives of Atlanta. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Nene Leakes from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Charlamagne?
5: I saw uh, on, on Jasmine Brand that you hired an attorney. Because you said you're tired of being quiet and you want to speak your truth. You now. showed to be digging around. You are really That's a good job. researcher. That's, what you're here
7: for. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You big researcher. I did hire an attorney, Lisa Bloom. <laughs> like <that>. big, research. <laughs>
5: big researcher, <laughs> big researcher. Call me the big researcher from now on. Goddamn it, Lisa big Bloom.
7: <laughs> He's smart, <laughs> Lisa Bloom. Mm-hmm. I did hire her. Um, I can't tell you why, mm-hmm. but I did hire Lisa Bloom.
5: The headline on Javon Brown was said because you was. Because you were quitting the show? I didn't understand that.
7: If I was going to quit the show, I would just quit the show. I mean, Lisa Bloom for that. Um, So, no.
5: What have they done to you? Who? The people at RHOA. (laughs) What have they done to you? Nothing. Do you believe
4: you're being treated fairly (laughs) on Real
7: Housewives? Um, To be honest, no. I think that the rules don't apply across the board. Well, you get paid the
4: most, they say, right?
7: Well, that doesn't matter. So that means I should be treated unfairly? I thought they said candy
2: gets paid the most. Did
5: they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Portia. Really? Yeah, yeah. I heard Portia get that bag. Wow. Yeah, Portia. Yeah.
7: she joined the show in what season? I don't remember. Oh, so she's the highest paid.
5: I heard Cynthia get a lot of bread too, though.
7: I'm sure they do. They're all very successful. Yeah. Everybody gets. Some Everybody is getting a very nice bag. I I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. But you no. get multiple bags regardless. But I don't believe that they're getting a bag bigger than mine.
5: <laughs> so What does being treated fairly look like if, if it's if it's not? But well, if you're
7: watching the show, then you can see on the show that the rules don't apply yeah. across the board. I feel like if it's me. Everything is escalated like so big. And if it's somebody else doing the same thing, it's just not as big.
5: And they probably come to you and say, oh, Nene, you got the thicker skin. Oh, yes. You can handle it.
7: When you say something, your reach goes so much more further. So they said it just doesn't go that far. All that.
5: I know the feeling. Shut up. They say that about you? No.
7: Oh God, me too. We're in the same boat, honey.
5: Mm-hmm. Why do you stay on the show?
7: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Why do you stay on?
7: I don't. You know, the show is my baby. Okay. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I started it, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's my baby. And I feel like you know, the platform is good to me. You can have all the kids. I can. Yes. Why like do it? you stay?
5: Exactly what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like I it helps me you with, feel, you feel like yeah. you with your other endeavors, it does. also. It, does. it helps time. me with my
7: other businesses, and mm-hmm. um, that's good. <laughs> uh, there are days like I quit every day or every week and every month. I do quit all the time. <laughs> um, I think that's just a part of the process. I quit. A lot of the girls quit. We quit every week. Mm-hmm. As, oh, as much as you don't like Kenya, would you like for her to not come back? No, I, I don't ever say that. Like, I like for the show to stick around. Right. For 10, 15, 20 years, I'm a businesswoman. I get it. I think she's good for the show. Okay. And so I will never take that away. But I also believe she will be the demise of the show as well. What do you mean? I, I think that a lot of her story is not real. Mm. Um, I think she does too much. I think she turns off a lot of black women uh, just by the things that she does on the show. The things that she, she's just not kind, the things she says, the things she do. You know, it should be some limit. Girl, we get that you're good for the show. But some of the stuff you do, just going to turn black women off. You think mm. she, And you think she does that just for the show? Like, outside of that, well, she no, does No, 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 no. Some of this is who you are. Okay now all of this is not just for the show it's some of that stuff have to be in you Let's dig a little deep. I'm
5: interested in that. What does a black woman do to turn other black women off?
7: Just lots of things. You know, there are black women who look at our show now and just say, you know, I I, I don't like those girls or I wouldn't support them because of that show and the way that they act on that show. Probably the
5: infighting, Um, the yelling, the screaming. Yeah. yeah. But also,
7: you know, there are women out here, like a lot of married women, when they saw her bring another woman and sat the woman there, a lot of married women was like, okay, no. Mm-hmm. You ain't the one, honey. I don't fool with you. Though. Do you like Mark? Her- I, I think Mark is okay. The few times I've met him, I don't know him. Okay. The few times I've met him, he's been very kind to me. Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm kind to him. I have no reason to not be kind to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you feel at all bad for her when her relationship went down and they announced they were getting divorced? Um, I, I'm a mom and I'm a wife. And, you know, any family that
7: breaks up, I know what that feels like. Right. I know how hard that is. So I don't wish that on her. However, if she stopped worrying about other folks' business and, and put all that energy into her, she might will still be with him.
4: Damn. Well. All right. Well, NeNe Leakes, let NeNe you know. Leakes. Well,
5: That was a very eventful uh, conversation that we just had, It's the truth. It, yeah, it's the
4: yeah. truth. Yeah. It's
7: the truth. Put that energy into your own marriage and start worrying about other folks' business. Then you might can keep yours.
5: Now, all right. <laughs> Are you still happily married? I am. Okay, okay.
7: Still got my ring on. Yeah, yeah. Still married. Just spoke to Greg before I got here. Greg is a really nice guy. Yeah, Greg is a good guy. I mean, he's a... His husband, he's he's not going anywhere.
5: Has it been easy though? Because I'm sure as your start. No,
7: who's married yeah, yeah, 20 yeah, yeah, years yeah. And, and don't have some sort of something? We've been through everything any couple could go through. Mm-hmm. As you
5: became a celebrity, was it harder because you probably was? Yeah. You probably had access to guys. You. Uh, it was harder wanted.
7: because no, I ain't always one. I never been that you know the girl that wanted to you know mm-hmm. get it, get it, get it. I'll get your pocket. So anyway, um, I was a stay at home mom and Greg supported us. So once I started doing the show, he's always been the support. He's the one who's taking care of us. I started to make more money than him. And so that was a challenge for him because he's the type of guy who takes care of his family. He doesn't want anything from, you know, his woman.
5: So when Wendy says y'all double date with people that's not Greg that don't bother you? What do you
7: mean? Who double-date?
5: I just made that up.
7: Never oh. mind. <laughs> Greg and I double-date.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we double-date ne- a lot.
4: <laughs> well, it's NeNe Leaks, We appreciate you for joining yes. us.
7: Thank you so much. And uh, welcome to the Bravo family. Are you coming to join us? No. Uh-uh. Oh, it didn't work out.
5: Did no, you just no, no. say
2: no like that? Um, Wendy, you know blocked <gasps> Wendy blocked his Wendy show.
5: Wendy blocked his show. Wendy blocked my show.
4: No, 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 no. You know what it is? Yeah. And this is, this is going to sound crazy as, as hell. Mm. I make too much money to deal with that stress, and if I can't have full control, this is this is real. Like, I got five kids that's like eighteen, or sixteen, or six, or five, and three. They they really enjoy it. If I could really push Mm. black love and black family the way it is Mm. without all that, then yeah. But if not, they worth. Your kids were real,
7: but your kids were really like it. Yeah,
4: but yeah, they will. They have so
7: much fun with it. But you know, they'll have more fun than you and your girl. They would because the kids are going to be like we at school we popping <laughs> yeah, he is going up. to college She going to yeah. NYU she'll really be yeah. on campus she's going to be hot when she nice. hits the campus all the guys will be like what's up She, she already right. sneaking in the clubs
4: she
7: and ah, right. she's sneaking in the clubs don't
4: right. yeah. snitch on her now
7: oh, oh, look at him they give her a protecting. fake ID I did not give her a yeah.
4: fake Anyways. Oh, my leaks. God. I let my
7: son have a fake ID. Uh, how is he doing? He's just turned 21. Wow. So now he doesn't have to have a fake ID. <laughs> but Greg and I knew he had a fake ID, and Greg and I took him into clubs. We took him to the strip club together. We took him. We I go with my daughter, too. Yeah. We teach him a lot yep. because I don't want him to get with, you know, some guys and they Showing him something, Greg some and I haven't shown strength. him. What was yeah. he doing yeah. in the strip club? Did he feel weird being with his people? No, honey, he enjoyed it. He the first time he went, let me tell you what he did. Greg had given him some money to give to a girl, and he gave the girl like, you know, I don't know, some money, and then she left, and he was like, she tripping, like why she leave? I just gave her my. I said you don't own her, you just paid yeah, for it's, the dance. It's brief. Like he was like, <laughs> so the songs over. Yeah, he I was giving him dollars. Where yeah. you going? He was, he was doing like, too much at once. No, he was okay. just looking at her like, no, that's just jacked up. Now, how's she going to treat me like that? I'm like, she's not yours. She's for everybody in here. He was like, I he own her fell in her love now. with a yes. took- Jesus I, Christ. He's like, I own her, don't <laughs> I? I was like, you own her? No, but we, we try to teach him everything ourselves. I, I, I want to
5: leave you with this quote, yeah. too. So oh you can, leave you can, it with you me. Can, you can think about this in your future okay. when it comes to Real Housewives, okay? <laughs> don't let your loyalty become slavery. If they don't appreciate what you bring to the table, let them eat alone.
7: Same
4: for you. Yes. All right.
7: You tell it's, them that here at The Breakfast Club.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's Dini Leakes. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's your name? All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee. Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Meg the Stallion.
0: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. Listen up. no, nah, nah,
2: nah, nah. All right, so we told you about Meg Thee Stallion and the issues that she's having with her label. Mm-hmm. Well, Carl Crawford, who owns 1501, the label that she signed to, has responded in an interview with Billboard. Now, here is Meg Thee Stallion's complaints.
1: I'm signed to two independent labels. 1501 know, don't want me to put out no music. And it's real crazy because all I did was ask to renegotiate my contract. Then it
4: became a big old thing. When I signed, I didn't really know what was in my contract. I was young. I, I think I was like 20 So when I got with Roc Nation, they was like, do you know that this is in your contract?
1: And I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. No, I didn't know. I'm thinking in my head, oh, well, everybody cool. We all
2: family. It's cool. It's nice. (laughs) Soon as I said,
1: I want to renegotiate my contract. Everything went left.
2: All right, well, Carl Crawford did an interview with Billboard and he denies these claims. He said it's a whole lie. Nothing is true that she said. Me being greedy and taking money from her, that's crazy. I never tried to take nothing from her. The only thing we ever did was give, give, give. Now, he's saying after Megan signed to Rock Nation in September for management, she went radio silent. She decided not to pay him or the label any of the money that she owed. He said, let's uh, talk about your contract. It's a great contract for a first-timer. What contract gives parts of their masters and 40% royalties and all that kind of stuff? Ask Jay-Z to pull one of his artist's first contracts, and let's compare it to what Megan got. I guarantee they won't ever show you that. Now he goes on to say that Meg The Stallion fell for the oldest trick in the industry, the conquer and divide theme. He said everybody in the industry knows this is what Jay-Z and Roc Nation do. They come in, they find the smallest things wrong with the problem and then uh, says they can fix it. And they said, your definition is, okay, I'm going to send Suge Knight's old lawyers to come in, and it's a stick-up. Of course, I'm like, this isn't a renegotiation. This is a robbery. He goes on to talk about the amount of money that they spend. He said he has receipts for everything, somewhere between five hundred and eight hundred thousand and $800,000. He talks about giving her a $50,000 check and a $10,000 advance when they signed her that they gave to her mom. Uh, he goes on to say that they gave her a chance he said where was uh, rock nation when we were building her from the ground up
5: i, I don't think he's saying anything wrong in regard to Mm-mm. you know signing her at all he-
2: he also says, unfortunately, when her mother died, the snake was able to come in and crawl in position to influence her head. He's talking about T. Ferris, who was helping him with the music business. According to Carl Crawford, he said T. Ferris said, we're going to a meeting at Rock Nation. Uh, it's just a quick meeting and he didn't need to come. And then next thing you knows, he sees on the gram that she signed a deal. I
5: don't know nothing about all the Rock Nation stuff, but I do know that uh, if Carl Crawford put her in that position, he gave her that contract, now she got hot, and
4: of course she wants more. But no, you got to fulfill the duties of that contract. It's really just that simple. Yeah, and, and the management is supposed to do what they're supposed to do. When you have a manager, they're supposed to look at your contract, look at your paperwork, make things right. And if things are not right, they can... Try to change it, and you know she wanted to change it, and he said no. I mean, they they can do that. That's not a problem. And
5: I saw an old tweet that she posted, where she yeah, said, "Um, well, she's never signed anything she didn't want to." Uh, that she
2: she read over everything, of course. Yeah, she's
5: read over everything, so she's any position she's in is because she wants to be in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, huh.
2: All right. Well, I, I will show that to the judge. if I Things change, I Crawford. guess, for people. So we'll keep you updated on what's happening with that. Now, Chance the Rapper looks like he might be joining the cast of the Sesame Street live-action film starring Anne Hathaway. That will be in theaters January 14th of 2022. He's been on Sesame Street before, though. Listen to this.
0: Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy! Me so excited. Me too, Cookie Monster. Yeah.
5: Oh, hi. Uh,
2: I'm Chance, and
5: T is for theater. That's right, yeah. And today, me and Chance the Rapper going to be actors in a play all about a monster who loves cookies.
0: Oh, look, here comes the director okay, right now. Okay, everybody. Oh, hello, Cookie Monster. Hello, Chance. Thank you for being with us today. Oh, Hi, director, my, my director Elmo. Elmo. Hello. You now hear Envy as Elmo,
2: too, in the live-action <laughs> movie. I like
5: Chance, but you cannot tell me that when you hear Chance's music, you don't visualize puppets dancing. I've always thought that. So that's a perfect combination right there.
2: All right. I'm sure that's going to be fun for his kids, too.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
5: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. So you giving that donkey, too? Um, I want to give the New York Knicks donkey of the day. That's, your, that's not your team, right? Yes. Yes, it
2: is. That's his team. That is, it is right. That's what yes. I always
5: thought. I'm a Nets fan. I grew up on that team. And
2: Spike Lee, you should come to the Nets games. I'm. He take really care of you really should.
4: At this point, Spike Lee really should. He's from Brooklyn. He should make the switch. But I'm, the thing is, is like when, when you're a kid and you grow up watching something all your life, and it, you kind of it's, it's embedded in you. You know, Brooklyn switched, transferred from Jersey, so I still like the Nets and I still go to the Nets games and I still support the Nets. But you, you know, you always a I bet hard you go to the Nets fans. games
2: more than you go to Knicks games
4: now. I do. Well, four after the hour. I've always uh, asked. <laughs> I'll
2: be at the today. next game tonight.
4: To the New York Knicks. All right. will be amazing. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. They
4: want this man to throw them blows, man. They
8: wait for Charlamagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment <laughs> of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. <laughs> it's a breakfast
5: club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Yes. Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, March 4th goes to James Dolan and the New York Knicks administration. First of all, F. James Dolan the New York Knicks uh, as a staff, basketball organization and mother effing crew. Now, we all know Without a doubt, Spike Lee has been the most popular figure at MSG for at least the past 20 years. Can we agree on that? Yes. Okay, Drake is to the Toronto Raptors, what Spike Lee has been to the New York Knicks for as long as I've been alive. Okay, outside of Jack Nicholson, there's not too many people who have the presence at basketball games that Spike Lee has. But yesterday, the most disrespectful thing that happened in the Garden since Charles Oakley got arrested happened when Spike Lee was asked not to use the employee entrance. No need for me to explain. Spike Lee was on first take yesterday explaining
3: the situation himself. I've been using the same entrance for 28 plus years. The employee's entrance on 33rd Street. Last night, I go in, my ticket gets scanned. And the security guy comes to me and says, we need to get off the elevator. I said, for what? So it was another five minutes, then they finally send the elevator up because they know I'm not getting off the elevator. And security security's waiting for me like you just ran out of Macy's, stealing something. This comes from the top. They wanted me to leave the garden, walk outside, and come back on 31st Street. You can't scan a ticket twice. Also, I know that once you leave a sporting arena, you can't come back in. Then I, And then they said, we want you to leave the garden. I put my hands behind my back, and I said, arrest me like my brother, Charles Oakley. Then I got that guy, there's some brothers I know. They said, Spike, if we take you in the elevator and go up the sixth floor, we'll walk you to your seat. I said, bet. So at half time, Dola comes over to me and says, we need to talk. I said, talk about what? I said, Mr. Dolan, I've been coming through this entrance for 28 years. So if they want to change this whole new policy talk about, and at first they've never said when the thing changed. So why not call me?
5: Now, the New York Knicks released a statement. They said the idea that Spike Lee is a victim because we have repeatedly asked him to not use our employee entrance and instead use a dedicated VIP entrance, which is used by every other celebrity who enters the Garden, is laughable. It's disappointing that Spike would create this false controversy to perpetuate drama. He is welcome to come to the Garden anytime via the VIP or general entrance, just not through our employee entrance, which is what he and Jim agreed to last night when they shook hands. Now, look, I understand if rules are rules, but if you've been bending the rules for me, for over 20-plus years, right, letting me come through the employee entrance, then you can't change a player's game in the ninth inning. This isn't just any celebrity. It's Spike Lee, who has meant more to the Knicks. Who has meant more to the Knicks than Spike Lee? Who? Who? I'd be spiked out. I could trip a referee. There's not a person alive who doesn't sit courtside and feel like Spike Lee, regardless of what arena you in. Okay. If Spike Lee is not an employee of the Knicks, he should be. All right. Drake's role is global ambassador of Toronto. Well, Spike, a two-time Oscar winner should be the global ambassador of the New York Knicks. Okay. He's already an unofficial ambassador. So to let him use the employee entrance is not a stretch at all. What I don't understand is when you are as trash as the New York Knicks, why would you ever insult one of your most loyal paying customers? Listen, you know how much Spike Lee said he paid over the years for Knicks tickets? Three thousand
3: four hundred dollars per ticket
5: per game, totaling two hundred
3: and ninety-nine thousand dollars for a pair for the year. When you add preseason, so you're talking about three hundred grand a year times almost thirty years when you adjust for inflation. Yeah. So you have given them about what the equivalent of ten million dollars. <gasps> that looks stupid over the year. <laughs> And that, I look like a, I look
5: like a Something like that.
3: Listen, listen,
5: I can relate. You know why I can relate? Because I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. But you know how many, how much I've spent on Dallas Cowboy tickets over, over the past 20 years? How many? Nothing. I'm not stupid enough to go to a goddamn game. All right? Okay. How can anyone with a good conscience, anyone with any integrity, support this organization? And I think Spike feels the same way. Listen to what Spike says he's doing. Are you going
3: back to a Knicks game this year? Not this year. Really? Are you cons- Are you concerned? No, no. I'm coming back next year, but I'm, I'm done for the season. I'm done. I think people should follow
5: uh, Spike's lead. Uh, stop going to Knicks games. Not just for the rest of this season, but period. Okay?
2: Stop. We'll take you over to the Brooklyn Nets. It's not that far.
5: I, he's from Brooklyn. It would make more sense, you know? Start, listen, stop going to Knicks games until James Dolan sells the New York Knicks. James Dolan doesn't care about y'all. He had Charles Oakley arrested. They disrespected Spike Lee. And worst of all, the New York Knicks are just trash. And they will be trash until James Dolan sells the team. They need a whole new culture uh, with the Knicks, all right? You do realize things like this make it harder and harder for y'all to get good players. Because what player in their right mind would come to New York when they see how Knicks players treat their legendary players and legendary super fans? I understand y'all love the Knicks. I get it. But they don't love you back. To all Knicks fans, let me repeat my favorite quote right now for the second time this morning. Don't let your loyalty become slavery. If they don't appreciate what you bring to the table, let them eat alone. Only reason James Dolan not eating alone yet is because y'all keep being his dinner guests in that damn garden, and it makes no sense because the food not even good. Okay, y'all just glutton for pains at this point. Like the title of Spike's 89 classic, do the right thing and stop going to the games like Spike has chosen to do. Remember this quote, when we treat people merely as they are, they will remain as they are. When we treat them as if they were what they should be, they will become what they should be. Y'all keep going to Knicks games so nothing changes. Start treating them like the trash ass product they are and stop attending games. I guarantee James Dolan eventually sells the team and the Knicks will finally become the solid franchise you want them to be. Please let Remy Ma give James Dolan and the New York Knicks the biggest
2: hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb. Now, if you live in New York and you want to come to a Nets game, the train is probably about a 20-minute ride... From the Garden to go to the Barclays. so
5: Good time to sell and you. And there's
2: a, a game tonight. We're playing the Grizzlies. And shout out to Sadra. We all know Sadra here. She works for the What's Brooklyn up, Sadra. Mets. The Sadra. And she today just got a promotion. Nice. So congratulations, Sadra. She will be overseeing all of the employee resource groups. <sighs> Drop on the
4: clues, Boss, for
5: Sadra.
2: For BSC BSE. Ask, when I, is ask
4: Sadra Global. When, I, when I go to the game. Can I go to the employee entrance?
2: You definitely mm-hmm. cannot because you don't support the way Spike Lee supports or did support the Yeah, Nets.
4: and you'll buy you a bi
5: uh, uh New York team lover.
2: But as soon as you make that switch you and like say Nets that Nets you are Nets. a Brooklyn Nets fan first, maybe they'll let you do it once. Nah, the Brooklyn Nets
4: show me a lot of love. I ain't even gonna front. Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets man. I appreciate Pick a it. Side, bro. And they let me go through the employee interest. They definitely do. So thank you to the Brooklyn Nets. You'll buy team lover. So?
2: They let you park there sometimes. Yep. Yes, they do. Yeah, so so. To they say say shout out
4: to time. Poppy too that holds me down in there. I they thought up, about saying that. Shout out to the whole squad over there.
5: I thought about Sager the other day because I saw She'll her ex in the barbershop. She Rich. Yeah. Yeah, her ex asked about it. I don't know why he asked about you, Sager, but he did ask about you. What did you say? I said she is happy with children now. <laughs> is, okay? she, is she? <laughs> you missed out. Is she?
4: Sir.
2: Sager is prospering. Okay? Yes, yeah, she is. Sager living her best Child's life. Shout out to
4: Sager. All right, now when we I come back, for you, ask ye. 800 585 1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. The number again is 800 585 1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on, the Breakfast Club.
0: Come on, Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for
5: ask ye. Keep the bread. bread.
4: Morning everybody, it's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Natalia. Hey Natalia, what's your question for Yi? Um,
1: so I'm having baby daddy issues. My son is nine, his father has never been in his life. He's about to have another kid. Mhm. So I wanna know, should I tell my son that he's gonna be a big brother or
2: Well I don't know. I think well. I do think it's important to be honest with your children so that they know what's going on. But I think it's also important to make sure that your son, you stay in constant communication with him about his feelings. And what? So when you say he's not in his life, is he, you think he's gonna actually come around, let him meet his little brother? Um. Honestly, no. Okay.
1: I, and I just like I just don't want my son to feel like he was you know not worthy of having his father but this child is that's the only thing i worry about
2: right and that is a really hard conversation that you are going to have to have he's still young so he's 9 years old so i think it is important to say look you know your father has his own things that he's going through i would not i would never try to bash him cuz you don't really want to do that but i would just make it very clear look he has his own issues that makes him you know not capable of doing what his responsibilities are, but you're such an amazing, you know, child. And I'm sure that you do treat him like that all the time, but let him know that he could talk to you about anything, how he feels about it. And those conversations are tough to have, but it's important for your son to be able to express himself for you to know what's going on. If that means you have to get family counseling with him and make sure that he's always able to express those feelings. Cause he might be feeling things that he's not even aware of. Yeah. And how it affects him. And I'm sure you as a mom can also see how it affects him
1: yes that's why I'm like I'm so confused about this whole situation (laughs) yeah but I
2: do think being honest is important because you don't want him to find out some other way you know kids have access to so much like with social media and being able to look things up so you don't want him to see it somewhere else and not hear about it from you where you can deliver the message in the way you want to deliver it okay all right I'm sorry (laughs)
1: no it's just like it's just heartbreaking because I'm just like I just don't want to hurt his feelings so I understand
2: I know and you know what and it'll hurt his feelings and you should let him speak on those feelings that he has you know that's why I think it is important now to have your child in therapy to even go over like those feelings with an expert somebody that can help you out somebody that can help him out you know and that way he can sort through those things
4: yeah
2: thank you so much no problem all right. Bye
4: bye guys. Have a good
2: day. You too. I, can't, I e. understand how people just do not take care of their kids. That is the craziest thing in the world to me. Like, if you're a mom or a dad out there and you are neglecting your child, you are never going to prosper in life.
4: Absolutely. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit Yee now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Uh, Chanel. Hey, Chanel, what's your question for you?
1: Okay, so I've been with my boyfriend for like 7, 8 years now and I'm just like I want to have a family and stuff. So, like I don't know how I should go about asking him if, you know, if we can have a baby now or not.
2: Well, Chanel, y'all been together 7, 8 years, you should be able to discuss anything with this man, right?
1: Yeah, I mean I do, but I just like I just be scared. I don't
2: know why. Oh, you should definitely not be scared. I think that's a real conversation. He probably feels the same way. I would think, right? Y'all have never spoken about having kids.
1: Oh yeah, he says he wants one all the time, but I just be like, I I think I'm more scared. I I don't know why though, because you know people always take their baby dads after they have their kids.
2: Well, so he's already said he wants to have a baby with you. Are y'all talking marriage too, or just having a baby?
1: No, nah, I'm just having
2: a baby. You're kind of young still, a
1: little bit. How old are you? I'm 24.
2: Okay. Well, look, he's already said he wants to have a baby. You want to have a baby. Seems like you guys are lined up. But I tell you, in a relationship, if you're with somebody, you should be able to discuss anything with them. And this sounds yeah. like a positive thing that you want to do to help your relationship flourish even more.
1: Right, right.
2: So, yes, absolutely discuss it with him and see where his head is at. And you guys plan this together. All right. Thank you. No problem, Chanel. Good luck. Good luck. Thank thank you.
4: All right. Ask ye 800 585 If you need relationship advice, you can hit Yee. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee?
2: Yes, we are going to be talking about Tamar Braxton and her new show. We got some details.
4: All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Flavor Flavor. It's about
0: time. What's going on? Yo, yeah. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
2: All right, so was Flavor Flav fired from Public Enemy? If you guys recall the story, there was a Bernie Sanders rally that Public Enemy was supposed to be performing at, and apparently Flavor Flav was not on board with that, so he went ahead and made it publicly known that it was an unauthorized likeness and that he was not endorsing Bernie Sanders. Well, that's when Chuck D got upset and fired Flavor Flay from the group said that he does not participate in anything unless there's a bag attached to it and will not do free benefit shows. They've been having issues for some times. Uh, Well, Flavor Flay responded, and he posted on social media about uh, the name Public Enemy, which apparently Chuck D. owns that name, and here's what was said.
5: I laughed, and the reason why I laughed is because it's something that can't be done. Chuck D. doesn't own the group by himself. He just owns the
0: name. He can't fire me. I'm not his employee. I'm just his equal partner. It's not Public Enemy when Chuck D is by himself. The false accusation was Public Enemy will be performing for Bernie Sanders, and that wasn't true. It was only Chuck D and whoever he has performing for Bernie Sanders.
5: I had to dig into this because I'd have been highly pissed off if Public Enemy broke up because of one of these old white politicians. And what I saw Chuck D said, you know, I guess it's true he wants Flavor Flavor to get help. And mm-hmm. what Flavor Flav said is true too. It's not a pu- it's not a Public Enemy show if he's not there. So I If, if they if they're advertising Public Enemy's performing for Bernie and Flavor isn't there, it's not a Public Enemy show. So let
4: it be a Chuck D and but Chuck D owns the name Public Enemy. That's his name. That you know that's his group.
2: And Chuck D's written most of the songs and everything. Mm-hmm. I but, did. but you know Chuck D. Uh, Flavor Flav said he has been clean though. He's not. He's yeah. Doesn't need rehab. Mm-hmm. So that was just a, according to him a cheap shot. And I guess they've been through issues. I mean they've broken up before. And he said that he's been on ice. He doesn't like that they didn't show up for the Harry Belafonte right. event and all of that. So. I just would hate
5: for them to break up because of a difference in political views. I don't
2: think that was the only reason.
5: I know, but it, I mean, that's what that's how it's being. It spun. It seems like things
2: are simmer was simmering for a minute. But that's right. how it's
5: being spun on social media. Like that's the narrative. Like they broke up because of. Bernie Sanders.
2: Right. All right. Now, let's talk about Tamar Braxton's new show. The Jasmine Brain has an exclusive report, and they said that her new show will be centered on beauty. And Tamar had previously posted that she has a VH1 show coming. It got picked up for 20 episodes. And her celebrity hairstylist, Johnny Wright, will serve as her co-host. Okay. So, yes. And you all know Tamar Braxton, of course, from Braxton Family Values, from being an artist, also from The Real. Mm -hmm. So, you know what she can do, right? All right, now let's talk about Kevin McCall. He is responding to Eva Marsal's interview on Wendy Williams where she says that he does need some help and that he does have some mental issues. Does his
7: family still get in contact with you, Um,
2: Marley? One of his sisters I'm in contact with,
0: but the rest of his family, no. But he's estranged from his family. His mom has a restraining order against him. One of his
7: sisters does. It's bad. So there's mental illness. I truly believe so, Wendy. I think it's
2: really easy to say, like, oh, he's crazy. But a sane person with rational brain would not do the things that he does. Well, Kevin McCall took to social media and said, I feel therapy is needed for all three of us. Honestly, we've let society, entertainment, and media exploit our family problems instead of being solution-based. Your family is under attack next. Pray and praise God in the midst. That wouldn't be a bad idea if he wants to be in his daughter's life for them to all get counseling. Together, yeah. yeah,
0: and figure it out,
2: especially if she feels like it's just not safe mm-hmm. for her daughter to absolutely.
5: D- a little counseling never hurts.
2: All right, and Royce the five nine, he recently uh, did an interview, and he told Hip Hop DX that he would not think it would be a good idea for a Lupe Fiasco to replace Joe Button in Slaughterhouse. Here is what Royce said:
5: It will never happen. Nobody can replace Joe. Nobody can replace anybody from
4: Slaughterhouse. If we, if, if Lupe was the du- take Joe's spot and it'd be me, Lupe, Joel, and Crook, then it would be just be a different group. It wouldn't be Slaughterhouse. It would just have to be called something else. And certainly not taking anything away from Lupe. If anything, that's elevating Lupe
5: to where he should be. He's no group replacer, replacement guy. You know what I mean? Like, he's great.
2: Now that's all because Lupe Fiasco wanted to join the group, right? And he responded, man, y'all, Royce the Five-Nine eloquently said, "Hell to the nod to my request to replace Joe Button in Slaughterhouse. He could at least try me out, attend the Combine, something.
5: I respect that, though. I mean, that's the same thing with Public Enemy, right? Like, if you built something with somebody and somebody like Flav isn't a part of the group no more, you can't just bring somebody in to replace Flav, right? Same thing in a group like Slaughterhouse. They've done it before. Yeah,
2: Public Enemy has had replaced other members. And it never works.
4: New Edition did it. It, Who did the New Edition do it? When Bobby left. Johnny
2: Johnny Gill that that was
4: different, though,
5: because Johnny came in early, early, Mm -hmm. early. And Johnny, 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 Johnny wasn't, it wasn't like uh, the two members of Destiny's Child, who I can't even remember right now. Who was they that replaced Latavia and Latoya? Uh, Farrah, exactly, Farrah. Farrah and mm-hmm. Michelle, right? It's not the same. Think, yeah. It's not the same when you bring in um, other, other people into those groups, bro. It's no, just it, was, not. It,
4: was, it was bigger. Every time Destiny's Child replaced a
5: member, it was bigger. No. That's what They bought in two, had to cut one, and then they, they had to sh- uh, drop to a 3-0. It worked,
4: though. But it worked,
2: though. The chair yeah, worked.
5: It definitely yeah, definitely worked. But not
4: that quartet no more. Mm. <laughs> like, that quartet didn't work no more. All Mm-mm-mm.
2: right. Well, that is your Rumor Report. I'm Angela Yee.
4: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good
2: morning, everybody. It's
4: DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Women's History Month. And who are we repping today, Yeezy?
2: Well, today we are representing for Shirley Chisholm. She's an American politician, and she was the first black woman elected to the United States Congress back in 1968. She represented New York's 12th congressional district for seven terms. Here is a clip of Shirley Chisholm speaking at Greenfield high school in 1971 when she was also a presidential candidate
5: it's Women's history month and we're celebrating the most influential women in history check
0: out this phenomenal woman
8: americans all over are demanding a new sensibility a new philosophy of government from washington instead of sending spies to snoop on participants at earth day I would welcome the efforts of concerned citizens of all ages to stop the abuse of our environment. Instead of watching a football game on television, while young people beg for the attention of their president concerning our actions abroad, I would encourage them to speak out, organize for peaceful change, and vote in November. Instead of blocking efforts to control the huge amounts of money Given political candidates by the rich and the powerful, I would provide certain limits on such amounts and encourage all the people of this nation to contribute small sums to the candidates of their choice. Instead of calculating the political costs of this or that policy and of weighing favors of this or that group, depending on whether that group voted for me in 1968, I would remind all Americans at this hour Of the words of Abraham Lincoln, a house divided cannot stand.
4: And that was another phenomenal woman in history. Wow, we salute Shirley Chisholm. Yes. All right. Now, when we come back, we have the positive notes. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club.
2: Yes, today is the kickoff of Credit Chronicles. It's on the Breakfast Club YouTube page. So if you are in a relationship or you just need some type of advice on what you can do with your finances, we'll be following a couple, a millennial couple, who is going through some financial issues. And you can see how they work through them in this series that kicks off today.
4: All right. If you want to get your credit together, you should definitely be checking that out. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note?
5: Yes, I do, man. The positive note is simply this. I said it during Donkey today. I'll say it again. When we treat people merely as they are, they will remain as they are. When we treat them as if they were what they should be, they will become what they should be. Breakfast Club,
0: bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?